0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Sunday edition of Butch on Sports. Simply Butch is here. And yes, to everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Hey, uh, let's get to some sports news. I know everybody's watching the Survivor series or some type of football game or whatever it may be. I'm gonna do the same. So let's get let's get busy on this particular show today here. Uh, Who do we start off with? Well, let's talk about some good stuff. Uh, Running back DeAndre Swift did his best to try to help the Detroit Lions to their first victory of the season. Swift, he racked up a total of 136 yards on 14 carries, including a 57-yard touchdown run in the third quarter. However... It still wasn't enough to prepare the Lions to victory as they fell to Cleveland by a final score of 13-10. Despite his efforts. (laughs) I tell you, the Lions can really goof up a show here. I think the key play was in the third quarter when Lions guard Jonas Jackson was hit with a costly unsportsmanlike conduct penalty at the end of the third quarter of Sunday's 13-10 loss to the Cleveland Browns. For a verbal comment, he made about the Browns defensive end, Javonian Clowney's mother. Yes, boys and girls, you heard it here first. He talked about his mama. That'll get you a lot of points and a lot of trouble, too. But (laughs) Okay, the Lions did not look good on defense. They look like a worn-out team in the fourth quarter, especially the defensive line. Again, the predictable Lions trying to get back in the game, go to the one thing that hasn't worked for them all the season, and that's their passing game here, boys and girls. I keep continuously harping and harping and harping. The Lions have some running backs. They have several good running backs, Long time since they've had that luxury. They need to use it to the quickness. I said to the quickness, I say. and That's all I'm going to say about the Lions right now here. Lions lose. They get a short week, and they'll be coming back on Thanksgiving Day. I do believe against, I don't know, the Bears. (laughs) I could be wrong, but. We'll get it all straightened out here. Michigan football. Michigan had a 59 18 win over Maryland. Block punts, kickoff returns, and TDs powered the special teams to a win versus Maryland. On the other side of the fence, Michigan State ran into Ohio State, and they vaulted and kicked the living crap out of them in the first quarter, indeed. It just wasn't a fair fight after that there as Michigan State gets their rear end kicked over Ohio State here. I'm not going to mention the score because it's not worth it. They lost, and they lost bad. Yes, the Spartans now slip to number 13. Cincinnati slides into the number four position despite its route of MSU. MSU is a pretty good dog on football team too. But again, those Polars out there Still believe that Cincinnati should not be a part of the conversation when it comes off to a football playoffs. They ought to be shot. Okay, I believe the Bearcats' are most com- uh, complete performance of October uh, since Know the Dane victory there. Yes, my team, the Oregon Ducks, they made a splash and they drowned. Utah took care of big business there. Uh, they climbed up a huge amount into the number 19 spot after dominant win over Oregon. Yes, the Ducks they tumbled to the six to six spots of number 11, but they could earn a rematch to the Ukes if they by beating Oregon State this upcoming Saturday. There, number three, Oregon, which it once was, Season college football playoff hopes dash. Yes. They got their rear and kicked 38-7. Utah, again, uh, just like Ohio State, they were not playing around. Up close and personal. They took care of business. Very quick, very easy. Wake Forest took the biggest dump of the uh, positioning there. Clemson came back and kicked their rear end. And by the way, boys and girls, Clemson is not off the ballgame as of yet. If Clemson win next week, and Wake Forest happens to lose. They'll be in the ACC championship match. What a deal. Yes, what a deal. Let's get moved on to some more stuff here. (laughs) Dylan Larkin scored his ninth goal of the season. However, Scott Wedgwood, he provided a uh, good goaltending, leaving the wings to deal with a tie. In regulation, however, Cam Deneen shot with 6:29 um, to play in the third period to tie up that mess there for the Red Wings. There, the current kind of one to one, they went into overtime, and yes, just 22 seconds in the overtime, Clayton Keller, he's notched to go against the Wings. Although the Wings challenged, there was interference on the goalie. It didn't stand. It didn't stand at all. Wings losing overtime, two to one, two to one. Over, <laughs> over. I can't. I can't take it anymore. Arizona. It just. It, I'm, I'm. I'm. Arizona's not a good team. But the Red Wings right now, they're in some serious duke. And they need to get out of it quick, fast, in a hurry as they're heading home, boys and girls, for some home games that maybe some home cooking and a lot of other stuff like that there. We'll get them back on track. In the meanwhile, the Detroit Pistons are playing right now. Little Caesars Arena, Sunday, they're taking on Detroit Pistons. Pistons are eleven 4-11, uh, I should say. Los Angeles Lakers are their opponent this particular Sunday night. It's an early game right now. I do not have the score. I'll try to do my very, very best to get that. If it's and when it's available here. I don't know here. I just, let me see if I can get this particular availability there. OK, can not right now here. So we'll just keep on waiting as LeBron James, by the way, he returns to the lineup for the Lakers. Lakers are uh, not doing very well. They got slaughtered by uh, the Celtics the other night there. And the Lakers are four and six in their last 10 games. They're currently sitting in ninth place in the Western Conference. So that ought to be something that you could cheer about there. The Sacramento Kings fired head coach Luke Walton in the morning after the team' third consecutive loss and has lost a lot of other games. I'd say eight. They have lost seven out of the last eight games. The management staff couldn't take it anymore, and Sacramento Kings fired Luke Walton on Sunday. Sources tell ESPN the Kings have lost again, I repeated, seven out of eight games. They dropped to 6-11 on the season, leaving them in 12th place in the Western Conference. Yep, they're not fooling around in Sacramento. Sacramento seems like they have a pretty good young core there. And Luke Walton, you know, be serious about it. You seemed like a pretty good coach there if he's getting some leverage in order to run the team like he wants to run it. But, again, something's not kicking there, and the management staff just said, you know what? We'll pay you the rest of your salary. You got to get out of here. Speaking of getting out of here, Detroit Tigers manager A.J. Hinch and Carlos Correa they were spotted together in Houston. Yep, on this past Thursday, the Drake manager AJ Hint and shortstop uh, Carlos uh, Correa, who is suspected to receive about three hundred million dollar contract in free agency or maybe not, were seen together having brunch at the tiny Boxwood restaurant in Houston, where Hinch lives in the off season. I mean, the city, uh, the, 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 the city Houston. Hinch does live there. I'm just giving you some facts that I got from some friends who live in Houston and say, hey, they saw it. And is it good, bad, ugly for Detroit Tigers? Can they do another big, long contract and blow their brains out and nobody comes and show up and they don't get nothing? I think something's going to come out of this here, but not $300 million. Or yet again. I could be wrong. I have been in the past. Okay. Are you ready, boys and girls? Here we go. The Michigan High School Athletic Association Football Finals will be up and coming this holiday weekend. Starting on Friday, boys and girls, here are the deals. In Division 8, Beale City will take on Hudson at Fort Field. That game will start at 10 o'clock. A Division II game will start with Travis City Central and one D. LaSalle Collegiate. That's at Ford Field at 1 o'clock. Division Six will meet up here, one Michigan Collegiate. One got two teams in there. That's something special there against Lansing Catholic. That game starts at 4.30. And the final game, boys and girls, on this particular Friday, will be Hudsonville-Unity Christian against Chelsea. Chelsea, both teams are undefeated. This ought to be a barn burner. I think it's the game of the night, personally, for me, uh, You know, judging everything, seeing both teams, myself personally this year. They'll start at 7.30 on Friday. Now Saturday, some goodies are too as Division Seven. Lawton will take on i P- 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 I'd say P1 Mo West uh Oh well. Forget it. PW against Lawton. They're both 13 and all at Ford Field. They'll start at 10 AM in the morning. Division one, Belleville. This is the feature game of the day. Bellevue will be taking on Rochester Adams. That ought to be a good game. That starts at 1 o'clock. In Division 5, Marine City will take on Grand Rapids Catholic Central. That's at Ford Field. That's a 4.30 game, boys and girls. And Division 3, this is the one I'm looking forward to see. Although the other one's supposed to be the feature game, this is going to be a good one. Dewitt twelve and one against Martin Luther King of Detroit. They are also twelve and one. They'll they'll tip off the football extravaganza at Ford Field for high school football at seven thirty. Now you boys and girls in the Upper Peninsula there uh, have football in its finest. Played the eight player Division One champions. Are the following Adrian Littlewick Christian 31, Sutton Bay 20? Congratulations to both of those teams. You gotta be a winner, but it's also a loser. But they both should be congratulated on making it. And Division 2 has Powers North Central 63. Cologne did not score a touchdown. That was a long bus ride home. But again, congratulations to both those particular teams. In the finals of volleyball, yes, volleyball at Kellogg's Arena in Battle Creek, Michigan, Bloomfield Hills in Division I is the champion over Ann Arbor Skyline. In Division Two, Pontiac Notre Dame Prep, they defeat North Branch in Division Three, Reese defeats Monroe, St. Mary's, Catholic Central. And Division Four, Battle Creek, St. Phillips defeats Indian River, Indian Lakes. Again, congratulations to all those particular teams who got it out through the season with all kind of things going on and got their season finally completed. Now they get a good rest, or some of those particular players, especially in volleyball, they will transition over to girls' basketball. And some of those kids in football, in Division uh, One and Two of eight players, they'll also go and make their transition, some of them in track, some of them in basketball. And we'll find out this upcoming Friday and Saturday at Fort Field, the rest of the champions, and 11-player football. Again, congratulations to everybody who participates or partake. And ladies and gentlemen, boys, gonna please uh, get out there and support them or cheer them on. They could be doing a whole lot of things they got no doggone business doing. But you know what? They're playing some sports. They're doing something active. Keep safe. Keep them safe. And also support them with all your heart here. I just say it. And the meanwhile, it's almost time for me to depart. Tomorrow on the Game Sports Show, I'm quite sure we're going to talk about the $95 million contract of Mr. Tucker of Michigan State with Scott Nason. And also, hockey's going to be talked about with, yes, Dave McCaig. And also, some sports. Sports news and some guests and all this good stuff. It's the Game Sports Show from 6 to 8 o'clock on 1400 ESPN, Sault Ste. Marie. Yours truly will be on there as well. About 6.45 or maybe a little sooner. Or depending. Okay? Holidays are upcoming there. I will not be on Wednesday, boys and girls. I repeat, I will not be doing a show on Wednesday because of the holiday season And so much going on, that's including eating and enjoying myself here. So I ask you all to do the same, enjoy yourself, stay safe. Uh, It's recommended, and myself personally, I say mandatory, that you're indoors, please wear a mask. We have not asked or put everybody to check and balances on who got the shot and who don't have the shot. So be safe and be sorry. Wear your mask indoors, and that's including outdoors as well. If you have close festivities with other people, indeed, there. That's especially in the indoor. Um, I'm going to the Lions game on Thursday. You know, I'm going to be wearing a mask the majority of the game, except when I'm eating or having a beverage or two here. So, hey, everybody, please stay safe, be good. This is uh, uh, the holiday season. We at Michigan is topping the whole United States in casualties of COVID-19. We want to lower that here. Please get your shot if you haven't had it. And also be mindful of others if you haven't had the shot or you have had the shot. Obey the rules. Please wear a mask. Okay, That's, that's one of the things that may shut down a lot of things there. Please wear a mask. Hey, I'm done with this show here. Butch on Sports is a presentation of Oma Darling Productions. Hey, check me out on Facebook. Uh, Butch on Sports on Facebook. Yes, indeed. You can also go to the homepage, potomatic dot uh, type in s i m p o y b u t c h t o o dot and also the show dot potbean dot com, where you can find all the good stuff, including all the regular little listening devices, Spotify and YouTube, and all kind of stuff like that. There, here, hey. Have a great, great, great holiday week or weekend as well. We'll check you on the other side next Sunday.